Salam, Hosh and welcome to Pod Persian, the podcast where we give short language and cultural lessons for beginner students of Persian. You're listening to episode 22, Do. I'm one of your hosts, Alex, a Persian language learner. And I'm your other host, Parvane, language instructor. Parvane, I've got some bad news. Oh, no. Well, this month my OPI certification has lapsed. I am no longer an advanced, uh, certified as an advanced Persian language speaker. <gasps> no! Oh my god! So, for listeners who don't know, OPI stands for what, Parvane? It's oral Proficiency Interview, is that it? It's the uh, a language test that's like a speaking test. Yeah. And, um... Language learners will often uh, be rated on from like um, beginner to intermediate to advanced to superior. I, I that's forget. true. I think that's, that's true. how it works. Yeah, exactly. And it's very easy to get uh, to pass um, the beginner test. Yeah. Um, which is mainly about um, your job, your occupation, your education, your family. And your hobbies, um, um, but anything after that is it's pretty hard, you know. They usually like um, use a a, um, a term um, that is like an upside down pyramid. Uh, that they say that so in order to get like a like at the top to yeah. the middle of the pyramid, so it's like very hard. It's like a big, huge gap. You know? Right. Yeah. We think of that like upside down triangle yeah. where the bottom is easy to fill in but you have to fill in more and more just to raise a little higher as it goes yeah like you were saying the the beginning ones it's a lot of declarative sentences i like this i do this i have a brother i have a sister yeah. i have a dog but when you get to the more advanced levels i remember they would often ask me to um what did i think about such and such uh news article they gave me a summary of something. Yeah, we call them opinionated questions. And I gave my opinion, and then I had to support my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So answering opinionated questions is actually what makes you different from beginner. And um, it's, it's very hard. It requires knowledge. It requires um, like a general knowledge about like different topics, you know, from environment, from politics, from economy. So from religion, you know. Um, like various things, you know. So some of the students cannot even answer such opinionated questions in English. So sure, but mm-hmm. one of the things it really requires that uh, language learners like me can work on are cohesive devices, ways to make put our sentences together, uh, either to put them in opposition to each other or to put them as additional information or examples. Are these cohesive devices that's true that's true um so cohesive devices are very they're very useful devices in any language uh in order to open a conversation adding information to what you said or saying something in contrast to what you said mm-hmm. or supporting your idea which is very important supporting your opinion by giving examples facts statistics you know or anything like that so if you want to become advanced in speaking um, any languages, including Farsi, you got to learn these devices. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this episode, we wanted to do something a little different. Normally, we give beginner lessons. Mm -hmm. However, this one, we want to focus a little more on our advanced audience. Or intermediate advanced. Or intermediate, exactly. And don't worry if you don't understand everything. Um, What we're going to focus on instead is, is... Listening for cohesive devices, how we're stringing our, uh, how how uh, we string two sentences together to connect them. And for this, uh, we've decided that Parvana is going to give a monologue, and I will ask some questions or some clarifications and uh, or some reactions. But Parvane will do most of the talking, and then afterwards, uh, we'll go over all of the cohesive devices Parvane used, and then how you can use them. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to answer uh, one of these opinionated questions um, that um, is very possible to be asking in OPI, <laughs> you know? That's right. So the question is about the effect of fast food on the environment. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's begin, and I'll ask you that question. Yeah. Parvane, Benazarto, Asare Kazoye Sari, your fast food, Ruye Mohitezist Chie. So, Heli Hobie, as Nazaraman, Asarot Kazoye Sari, and Mohitezist, Pisio Mutadet Vagunogune. یکی از اثرات بارز غذای سری بر محیط زیست اثری هستش که تولید گوشت میتونه بر محیط زیست بذاره ما همونطور که میدونیم تولید گوشت که یکی از مواد اصلی بیشتر غذاهای آماده در حال حاضر هستش با تولید گاز متان همراه هست در این باره باید بگم که برای تولید دام و تولید گوشت ما هر ساله مقدار زیادی گاز متان تولید میکنیم و گاز متان گازی هست که به اتمسفر زمین میره و در کنار گازهای گلخانیهی دیگه گمایش زمین رو تولید میکنه در نتیجه همه اینها میتونیم بفهمیم که غذاهای سری به روش در واقع غیر مستقیم میتونه اثر گاز گلخانه ای رو تشدید بکنه در این خصوص باید اضافه کنم که تولید گوشت و یا پرورش دام به عبارت دیگه میتونه در فرسایش خاک خیلی تاثیر مستقیم بذاره مثلا همه ما میدونیم که برای تولید دام ما نیاز به مرتع داریم و برای تولید مرتع باید درختان زیادی رو قصب بکنیم و به جای اون اون رو تبدیل بکنیم به مراتع برای, برای پرورش دام ها در نتیجه بافت خاک به مرور زمان ضعیف و ضعیفتر میشه و این باعث ایجاد فرسایش خاک میشه که یکی از اثرات اون میتونه نابودی خاک باشه در اثر فجایع طبیعی مثل سیل okay. Okay. از طرف دیگه ببخشید 
به اضافه تولید گوشت و اثر منفیش روی محیط زیست آیا اثرات دیگه هم هست که غذای سری بر محیط زیست میگذاره؟ آه مرسی از طرف دیگه تولید غذاهای سری میتونه به افزایش میزان زباله در جهان در واقع منجر بشه در این باره باید بگم که بیشتر غذاهای آماده همونطور که بیشتر از ما بیشتر ما میدونیم در ظروف یک بار مصرف تولید عرضه میشه و ظروف یک بار مصرف یکی از آلوده کننده ترین مواد در روی کره زمین هست مثلا همونطور که آمار در واقع نشون میده در مقالات علمی حتی تقریبا بیشتر از 80 درصد آلودگی محیط زیست رو ظرفهای پلاستیکی و یا دیگه چیزهای یک بار مصرف ایجاد میکنه پس میتونیم به این نتیجه برسیم که تولید غذاهای سری میتونه به افزایش میزان زباله و آلوده کردن محیط زیست به این روش منجر بشه مرسی ممنون خیلی ممنون از شما خواهش میکنم اوکی okay, um, that was pretty formal uh, it was um, probably full with a, a lot of new vocabularies right oh yeah Um, I understood most of it, but I gotta say, you did lose me in a few places. Um, okay. So, your, to paraphrase your arguments, you started out by talking about how the production of meat mm-hmm. produces a lot of methane and other greenhouse gases. Then you mentioned the problems for the uh, land use that was the... Um, Uh, clearing of forests to uh, raise uh, meat animals and their feed mm-hmm. and the general weakening of soil as a result of that. And then after I asked you if there were any other things besides the production of meat that were negative, you talked about the amount of trash uh, also produced um, and uh, a disposable masraf. Or, or یک بار مصرف یک بار مصرف single use mm-hmm. um, یک بار means once and مصرف means uh, consume mm-hmm. so consumables or single consumables um, you talked about those did I miss any other parts of your argument? Uh, no I talked about you know three effects of uh, of a fast food and uh, environment yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, one thing that is very um, important in um, you know bringing higher higher scores for you in in OPI um, is um, fluency versus accuracy. So um, you just need to become fluent, and um, so by fluent I mean you don't have to make all your sentences like absolute like grammatically correct. You know, mm-hmm. even. However, the ability of talking about a topic, especially like opinion, by like the stuff that we said, you know, um, so that actually brings you more uh, higher scores. And also, there's no right or wrong ideas. You know, 
probably some of the listeners might not agree with what I said with my my sure. effects that I mentioned, you know. But that doesn't matter. It only matters that you can talk about the topic. You could even be factually wrong. Yeah, exactly. Right? You could say, um, what effects does fast food have on the environment? Um, it has only positive effects because people waste less food because they buy only what they eat. Yeah, exactly. Right? You could exactly. say anything. You can say as anything. As long as you are staying on topic. Exactly. So let's talk about some of the cohesive devices you used in that. Um, uh, you used a lot of these yeki as... Plural nouns. Plural noun. So yeki as dalayil. Yeki as asarot. asarot. So one of the reasons, one of the effects. Um, this is a great way to introduce a new... Um, uh, uh, to add clarification. Mm -hmm. If you say um, it has a negative effect, one of the effects, right? It's a good way to lead into the next sentence instead of just saying the next sentence. Yeah, it's actually one of the very uh, one of the very good ways, uh, because it just gives you like um, a path, you know, a direction in in uh, in talking. So um, if you are talking about you know several things like several effects, several reasons, you know, advantages, disadvantages, you know, mm -hmm. so it's actually good to prepare your listener. But it's saying that, okay, so I think about, I think that it has like several, you know, uh, like effects, several, you know, uh, advantages, disadvantages, and one of them, the second one, the third one, you know, it just gives you, it just gives you path, you know. Yeah. Masalan, yeki as a foyadeye regime cam carbohydrate Like one of the advantages or one of the benefits to a diet low in carbohydrates is Blah, yeah, blah. yeah right? exactly. Anything. So just remember, yeki as plural noun, and then you can just say the rest of your sentence. Mm -hmm. um, another uh, couple ones that I heard you using when you were giving mm -hmm. more um, explanation was esofe. Yeah, be esofe. In addition. Mm -hmm, yeah. Really good. Just put that on the beginning of a sentence. And then in, instead of just saying a bunch of disjointed sentences, you're making an argument. Yeah, exactly. You can just simply say, Be'ezafe, or Be'ezafe, Chizi ke goftam, in addition to what I said. Be'ezafe, ye sohbat haye qabliye man, my previous talk. <laughs> you know, you can just like use it by itself, or just like, you know, add, add more stuff to it, you know, yeah. So another one of the cohesive devices I heard you use that is uh, really good, especially for circling back on a topic, um, starts with hamontorke. And this can either be like hamontorke goftam, as I said, yeah. or hamontorke miduni, uh -huh. as you know. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. You, you can just, uh, it's really good, like I said, for circling back on a topic. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, these collective devices, like you said, Anna, so they also um, borrow you time, you know, like, yeah. yeah. I always use that in uh, when I'm doing a, an oral proficiency test, like an OPI. I will say, how much work can we do? Uh, 
همونطور که در مقالات خوندم you know, as I read in articles for, for like this example I could say همونطور که میدونی um, همونطور که میدونی گل... گزهای گلخانهی با اس تغییرات اکریمی میشه As you know uh, uh, greenhouse gases cause uh, climate change um, So one other um, coercive devices that you can use to change the direction of the argument is as taraf Yeah, you mentioned that um, when you switched from the uh, effects of the the first two points and then you you switch to your third point you said as tarafidige on the other hand or yeah not literally on the other hand it's on the other side yeah but exactly it's the the same yeah in english as yeah. on the other hand yeah 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 exactly so uh, that's actually very very useful if you want to change um um something um, change the direction of the of the of the of the argument you know so when you yeah. want to talk about um, so I think that is that is different from you, what you said, but it's not in contrast with what uh, of what you said. That's you know? right. Um, so this would be if you run out of things that you're listing, for instance, maybe you're you're talking about positive effects of uh, of exercise, and you run out of some things that you're listing, and uh, then you can say, on the other hand, and. And give some other uh, uh, other benefits that don't really fit, or maybe just talk other other effects. But for you, you did bring up contrast. Mm-hmm. So how might you use something? How might you use a cohesive device that would contrast? Yeah. So in English, uh, the cohesive devices that we use is however, while, although, even though, despite, right? despite. Thank you. In spite of, right? So in Farsi, uh, we can say Bavujude, Inke, no, despite. Darhalike, something. Masalan, Darhalike, Tolide, Gush, Mitunator, Bose, Ijade, Gaze, 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 um, amma, so in Persian, in Farsi we use like but, you know, that's in that right. Term. So, um, amma, um, um, Ghazahoye, um, Sari, uh, Mitunan, uh, Mufit Hambosham, Masala, Mitunan, Asarot, Mufit Hambosham. Um, so, like, while, um, you know, they also have benefits. Yeah. So that's a way that holike is while mm-hmm. and then you say the first sentence and then you say amma mm-hmm. and you say the second sentence yeah. and then you have two contrasting sentences but you've connected them together with um dar holike amma or bavujude inke amma. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, one other thing that I actually use in the in the conversation, I'm sorry, in the monologue, um, was that in bore yo that in khusus. That's right. So in this regard, or you know, um, in, in this field, in this field, you know, or, or in this on this subject, on this subject, yeah. There we go. On this subject, Usul. yeah. 
در این خصوص یا در این باره باید بگم I have to say um, again you can just like use that and then also like borrow even more time همونطور که میدونید یا طبق مقاله ای که من تازگی خوندم based on what I read recently yeah. in, our, in an article or as you know So um, if you want to add more, you know, information. Right. So, and then the statistics that I mentioned to support my idea um, was just like a super general statistics, you know. Um, so something that doesn't start, like doesn't make the, the tester or my listener wonder if I am lying or if I'm giving like false information. You know, I just like, you know, more than 80% of the... pollutants you know is, is plastic or the single use you know um, containers or like anything you know anything of that um, or you can just take even more than 50% to make you like be in a safer side you know um, so don't worry about the statistics you can talk about the makeup you know a made up sorry a made up you know you can make up something right there and just throw it in and to impress To impress your tester. Right. So, um, so in, in that instance, you could say, Bish as haftad dar sadez oboleye plastiki as gazaye sari mishe. Ijad mishe. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to um, uh, uh, support your idea. Support your idea. All right. So were there any other uh, cohesive devices that you can recall that you used? Um, I think these are some um, major ones, um, like very straightforward ones, you know. Yes. So. But we're going to continue, you know, these um, these um, uh, advanced. Uh, lessons just introducing more you know cohesive devices even it sounds great so uh hopefully that was useful for our more advanced students especially those who might be preparing for a language test give you some things to practice remember follow to take a look at our worksheet while we don't have a um uh a really a grammar lesson today we will have all of those uh, uh cohesive devices listed along with examples for mm-hmm. how to use them and we will have a write-up of parvana's monologue that she uh that she said so if you'd like to hear what uh what she said uh and we'd like to read along with it to uh maybe increase your uh, listening skills um We can also find that in the worksheet. Wow, sounds great. Yeah. Okay, so instead of a cultural note, um, Alex is going to uh, tell you something very interesting. Yes, we received a letter from one of our listeners. Um, so listener Heather wrote in um, with a question about Persian text-to-speech. Heather says, there aren't a lot of resources for studying. In fact, there is no app that I can find that provides voice output in Farsi. You've linked your vocabulary in Forvo, and I'm grateful to know about it, but it isn't the same as having a translation app. I've inquired about a translation app with spoken Farsi output, but nobody has one to suggest. There are apps that translate English to Farsi, but not with Farsi voice output. 
I can use voice input in English, but result in written Farsi. Um, and and goes on to to talk about uh, uh, difficulty uh, reading Persian text, especially, and this is really comes up a lot because of the short vowels. And I found this a lot when I was learning to read Farsi. You'd, I'd get a, a piece of text, but I, I would struggle so much to just speak it out loud that I would often um, uh, feel overloaded, overwhelmed, and give up. Um, fortunately, after some search, we did come up with a couple good ones. We will link them in the show notes and on the worksheet as well, um, both from Microsoft. Microsoft's Translator app, it's a, a little bit hidden, but it will speak uh, Persian. Um, it doesn't do a great job with adding uh, the short E's between a, two nouns that are modifying each other, like duste barodaram. It will just say dust barodaram. Oh, so okay, that is okay. Right, that is as okay. It won't add it all the time. It'll add it sometimes. Um, that's one. But then another that we found that's quite good is a another from Microsoft, the Microsoft Azure um, uh, Cloud Language Services, I believe it might be called. Anyway, we'll link you to a, a text box where you can enter Persian text, and it reads it out loud, and it is um, quite impressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so you can give those a try. If you're uh, having uh, trouble hearing how a reading a sentence to hear how it's pronounced, you might give those a try and see uh, if they work for you. Yeah. Well, I want to thank uh, the listener, Heather, right? Heather, yeah. Uh, uh, who emailed us. Uh, it makes us incredibly happy um, when we receive your emails and it is very encouraging um, because that shows that um, someone is actually listening and um, benefiting, you know, our our podcast. So please um, uh, be in touch with us, and we always we always happy to hear from you. That's right. You can always reach out to us at podpersian at gmail That's the best way to reach us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we check that email every day, mm-hmm. and if you write us a letter, uh, we'll ask if we can include it on the show. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. Merci. Va tobad. That's right. That's all for this week. We really appreciate you listening to our show. If you like what we do, please consider supporting the production of this podcast by visiting podpersian.com or clicking the support link in the episode description. If you know someone learning Persian, please tell them about our podcast. Also, you can leave a nice review to help other language learners find us. Tandoros va pirus Oh, okay. <laughs>